Hey everybody! Hi! We're back. And I'm a little loud. There we go. Yeah. There we go. I'm getting my. Uh, I'm getting. You know, I'll figure out how to mix a show one day after how many years doing it. I mean, you could be like a DJ and just start spinning knobs and dials and. I wish yeah, I had one of those buttons that would go. And then came out with my DJ voice. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Rad Years Podcast. It's 10 of the hour, and... Uh... I have nothing else. I can't do a talk. No, I, mm-hmm. I, was, I, was, I, was try- I was trying to think. Uh, see, I need more time. That's why we should pre-record the show and then edit it so it's nice and tight. Yeah. Like, and I come up with a witty retort, you know, eventually... And then maybe like an hour into the show, once I finally think of that joke and then I say it, and you're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, that thing we started the show with. And it falls flat. You could put that at the beginning of the show, and people are going to think we're hilarious. Ah. I think we can do it. Well, I think you can do it. I'll just, you know, keep popping on, say a funny thing here or there, and then you do all the work. Um... I do all the work. Oh, cutting yeah. it up, cutting it. Up. Yeah, cutting it. No, Sorry, yeah. I, I got lost in. Uh, yeah, I'll take. I'll give you time code. Um, I was like trying to think of what you were saying, and then while I was thinking, I wasn't paying attention really See, to what you were saying. This is one of those things where you can go back. And <laughs> we're good. This whole yeah. thing. Yeah, let's out. just cut it. Let's. Because can I just roll the open? Hold on, I'm gonna roll the open again. We'll try again. again. This is this is what. Hey everybody! Hi. <laughs> you got two. Welcome to oh, the. I like, I like my first high better. Can you edit that one out? Okay. Put in the previous high from the first show that we didn't just do. Mm, yes, I definitely was listening to what you said there. Awesome. You gotta have to cut this out then too. I have to cut this out and then. <laughs> oh man! Uh, that was, what was that? Beer or coffee? That's coffee. All right. Third time's a charm. Hey everybody! Hi! <laughs> I went deep for that time. Oh, you got. Hi. Hello. <clears throat> Hello, everybody. I should do. I don't know why my voice is just like. It's like fine all day, and by the time we get into the show, it's like, all right, I'm dying on you. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <clears throat> Hello. I can't do Andre right now. It's like hurting my throat. Oh. Hello, everybody. Anybody want a peanut? Scrozo, come WrestleMania. I'll strangle you. I mean, they've been. <laughs> hey, last time. Oh, ah, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> 
Hi, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the best years of my life featuring me and Squeezer. Oh, God, it's so good to be back. I, 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 Bethel. (sighs) Sorry. I'm just steaming out my bedroom mirror thinking of you. I'm doing the show in the nude. Wait, you're doing the show? Yeah, I'm the host of the Rad Years Podcast. RK gets three fails and he's out. <laughs> so now, uh, do you know how to do you know how to mix a, a show? How to ride uh, any audio faders or do any of that? I know how to peel a tray of Rice Krispie treats off your hot little body. I mean, that's so does he. So. It, it, it warms up the marshmallow. It was that's that what, night in Utica? I don't remember. That's what makes it good. There was marshmallow and rice crispy everywhere. He told me you agreed to it. No foul play. <laughs> anyway, okay. I got that's all the stick I've got for tonight. So I'm gonna have to give it back to RK. We're just gonna go. Well, with this you, open. you made at least three people happy, so. At least three. Yeah, and, and traumatize another, so. Oh, God, I don't know anything about radio. All I know is how to make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and cut up some cantaloupe. Maybe some orange peels. Maybe some whipped cream. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take some of that fresh ripped cream and make tuna salad if you know what I mean. Bye, everybody! (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the save, lunch lady. (laughs) I talked to my sister the other night and she was like, I was driving to work and I was listening to your uh, Christmas commercial show because she was bored. And so she proved she doesn't listen to every episode. And she's like, how are you not canceled? I go, what do you mean? She's like, you said you called Grimace a fat fuck. And then you said mongoloid. I was like, Oh, I did. She goes, yeah. I go, who, what are we going to get canceled from? We have no sponsors. We don't charge from the show. No. Yeah. We're going to cancel the lunch lady. We give everyone a voice. Um, yes, everyone a voice here. We did, and we did it a lot for a long time. Uh, what's it made people angry? Oh well, yeah. I mean, it, it was a it was a phase. There are there's people who are angry. There's people who are happy. Whatever. Yeah. Well, uh, I was having this conversation with the uh, little squeezette uh, today on the way uh, to an activity, and uh, she was oh, we, there was a van that uh, you know at the turn there at uh, we're going to go real local here. Right up by Air Products there at where Grange and Mill Creek kind of meet at uh, Citronia there, right off the bypass turn. Yes. Yeah. So if you're coming down Citronia and making the left to get on the bypass to go southbound, there's a median. Yes. And it's covered in snow. Someone, I guess, assumed that that was still a lane, even though there was one of those. Oh, no. They get stuck on it. So. 
I see them they're spinning in place, but then I realize they're spinning in place with the sign halfway underneath them, and the, the daughter is in the car in the passenger seat, just shaking her head, like just staring at her mom, like, "Oh God, what are you doing?" And I kind of half chuckle with like a "Oh boy" kind of, <laughs> and of course she is immediately like on alert. What? 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 And I was just saying how someone made a silly mistake and they were stupid. And it went on to something about how I just had to tell that because that was funny the way that she was just kept spinning her wheels with a road sign underneath her. But she's like, "Was well, someone like basically flipped her like Mrs. Squeezer and my kid off the other day was like screaming at him for no reason. Um, a traffic thing. And she's like, and I tried to explain why some people are so angry. And like, she wasn't mad at you at that time. It's they had a miserable day all day, and it's just that one thing. So it could just be that everyone loves uh, Vince and Dusty. Mm. And I was wondering where you're going with this. I was. Uh, I wasn't. It was supposed to be a lot faster. Vince, Dusty, Lunch Lady, Andre. Remember the first show we did where I went on and. Mm-hmm. Just hit a wall. Yeah, I did that again. Mm. Ultimate War from the depths of the yeah, cosmos, millions of light years away to all the grounds and dungeons of youth before us. The warriors bring the energy of the ultimate one forward. <laughs> See, how does that not make your day sunny? Yeah. I didn't even, that wasn't even written. I was just riffing. <laughs> I'm really good at riffing warriorisms. Well, because you don't want to really think too much, because then it wouldn't yeah. be authentic. Yeah, then you, yeah. you kind of ruin it. So, yeah. And uh, Macho Man, I used to do, oh yeah, let me tell you something, Squeezer. You've been eating those gourmet beef sticks in the fridge, yeah. They don't stack up to the Slim Jim that I get paid from. Yeah. <laughs> they are delicious. Oh. I might have to make room for one tomorrow. I, I mean, we're already pissing Enchantress and every single buddy else who hates the impressions off, so we might as well keep going, right? Yeah, sure, why not? It's been a while. What haven't I done in a while? Polly Dangerously? Allow me, sir, to volley this your way. I am the wise man, Paul Hyman. Jim Cornette. God damn, motherfucking Paul Hyman doing a fucking promo. Fucking heels, good managers, motherfucker. <laughs> but that's not how uh, that's not how um, J- Jimmy Cornette really sounds. He's like, I don't know what the fuck these motherfuckers sound like, and they fucking do the high pitch Mickey Mouse fucking shit, and and they don't know. I, I fucking love Corny's podcast. I'm constantly listening to it. He's just such a miserable bastard. I love him. But he's a genius with wrestling. What? You there? <laughs> what? I was, I was agreeing with you. I was nodding. <laughs> oh, yeah. We didn't hear your head yeah. rattle over the mic. Yeah. Oh, thanks. I was actually going for a sip of my other coffee and trying to be quiet at the same time. So are, you didn't answer the didn't question. I don't know, like third what? open. Are you drinking beer or coffee? Both. Both. What beer Both. do you have? What beer do you have? Uh, it is a Dogfish Head Slightly Mighty. Ooh, what's Dogfish Head Slightly Mighty? Uh, it's only 95 calories and 3.6 carbs. Hmm. 
and actually quite tasty. And still 4%. Still 4%. Oh, that's a, I've got um, Cold Snap from Ooh. full flavor, full alcohol. <laughs> ah. ah, see, I got to be a good boy. I got to shed these back down. I got a lot of I only allow large me, shirts that are just collecting dust. A, right a lot of you are going to be like, that sounds like you have a problem, but I only allow myself three a night. Yeah, that's... that's well, like my doctor said, three a week, uh, you're an alcoholic. And I, I don't understand that. That's, I mean, maybe. Maybe. No, I just have three a day that cut calories, and I switch to like bourbon or like Heineken silver. Oh, yeah. gotcha. No. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, you got a problem. Yeah. Well, I mean, my problem is uh, I'm too fat to drink the 12 that I want to drink. No. Yeah. Oh, you I shouldn't. Will. You know what? Don't don't fat shame yourself. Okay. Yeah. You, no. You you should liver shame yourself. Yeah. I think I, I don't think I have a gut. I think my liver's enlarged to the point. <laughs> Just swelling. Um, I have I got a package today. Speaking of wrestling, from Zombie Sailor. I'm gonna open Ooh. it live on air. I just grabbed it before I came up. Hit this ASMR. Hmm. No, I I don't I don't need an ASMR of opening cardboard boxes. I do that enough in my house. I'm just uh, I'm basically uh, buying things to fill up my storage locker now. Uh, oh, it's... yeah, it's, I like that you call your soul a storage locker. That's nice. <laughs> Someone's on fire tonight. Where's Brad here with the duck laugh? That's uh, the one man gang um, heels and faces figure. These figures are so fucking cool. Let me see. It's part of series three, which features one man gang, Hercules Hernandez, Paul Roma, Slick, and Jack Tunney. Oh man, that looks scary. You get with the little denim vest. Yeah, it's soft goods denim vest. He's got the tattoos. He's got looking. the skull tattoos on his head. Now, as a kid, I wouldn't have wanted this figure because I knew him as Akeem. Um yeah. and I have Akeem. Uh, but it is a cool figure, and I'm really excited for Slick, Jack Tunney, are you kidding me? I used to have like a fucking, I think, I think um, Robert Muldoon stood in for Jack Tunney or something. <laughs> um, Hercules Hernandez and Roma, uh, Power and Glory of Herc and Roma. And then the I just got the Bastion Booger figure, which is awesome. And then he's putting out a, a, Matt, Ga- a Matt Cardona and Nick Gage bloody <laughs> two-pack. But... Um, yeah, there's a lot of like jerk offs doing retros now. Like the guy who I got mad at, Mitch mm-hmm. from Hassle Toys, is doing them, and they just ah, so mean. Well, he like he like ripped me off. So, so I was bought something that I thought was something else, and I paid a lot of money for it. And when I realized what it was, I was like, "Fuck this guy." Um, so those get grapplers and gimmicks. Fuck them. I'm not going to buy those. And they look like shit, too. Zombies are at least fucking quality. And then there's some guy in the UK doing them. Everyone, now that Zombie's doing them, everybody and their mother is making retro Hasbros. Um, Zombies are the best, followed by Mattel's, and that's a steep drop-off. And then, you guess you could buy those pieces of shit from Mitch. (laughs) Hassle toy. But uh, I don't like them, quite frankly. 
And plus, you know, I'm boys with zombie. I was showing, uh, my one friend asked me about him. I was showing a conversation I had with zombie uh, back in uh, 2017. He was telling me, he's like, you want to see something super top secret, like Area 51 level 10 clearance secret? And I was like, yes. He's like, I trust you, my friend. So here's the story. And he told me how he became friends with Ron Rudat, the guy who like designed Hasbro, all the Hasbro figures. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I had this idea and I spoke with him. We're going to call it like Hasbro Reborn. And um, what the fuck did I do? Okay. And, and then he goes, he said this, this was back in 2017. Now, I'd love to make actual toys. Unfortunately, that's not possible due to the cost. So enamel pins will continue. So That was, what, six years ago now? Yeah. Wow. Now he's making the toys. Didn't think it was possible, but you just dream it and it could come true. And they're quality shit, man. The back I never thought I'd see a Nick Cage action figure. Yeah, right? He's got a bunch now because... Um, Cardona and Myers brand, uh, Major Bendy's, they did a Nick Gage too. And I think he has got the broken light tube. Yeah. Yeah. And a pizza cutter. And if you go on, um, if you go on ringsidecollectibles.com, they have this brand of, they look like, uh, the Remco figures and those dude, you know, those superstars figures I have, the WWE ones, the Mm -hmm. sell at Walmart. Mm -hmm. There's a, a, a Gage and Cardona two pack. Of uh, those style figures, so those are ringside collectible exclusive. There's also um, uh, Danhausen, very evil, and I think uh, Road Warriors. Who Road Warriors have figures coming up in Zombie Sailors, Seals and Faces too, which are going to be really fucking cool. And a Macho Man with his whole Stetson outfit. I can't fucking Ooh. wait. Um, so no movies, just a lot of snow. Since we last talk. Yeah, I don't... Has it been a week since we did a show? Well, it's... Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's So it's known, and then it all went away. Well, yeah. So I don't even know. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, what, is, what happened? What is there to talk about? And it's like... I don't know if anything did happen. Um... Did anything happen? Like, I, 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 I shoveled snow at night. Did I? Or is it the next day? I don't know. And I've just been like cleaning my basement again. That's all I seem. That's all I do is clean my basement. Well, at work we're something that's actually radier adjacent. We're working on a little project. We we turned our green room into an '80s style arcade, and little squeezies making the facade outside of it designed to look like a spaceport arcade. And it's going to be really cool. I hope so. Don't don't tell them it's really cool until it. I know you're worried. You're like, till it is. What if it looks like I'm trash worried. glued to the wall? I'm like that's kind of <laughs> what the fucking arcades look like. So <laughs> fair enough. But what once once I cut the once I did the lettering, I'm like, oh, okay. I think I think that might this might work. Trust me, it'll work. So, uh, no, no, I, I believe in your vision. I'm where I'm more concerned about my execution. That's I'm not. Okay. You know, I mean, shit. I was. Logs, I was nervous as shit until the last second. So, and they're still around. Um, 
Ooh, Doritos. What Doritos? What are we talking? I just saw it because of the YouTube. A Doritos commercial from the '80s popped up. Why not? Now, um, so <clears throat> I uh, follow a lot of people who like blog about food on Instagram, mm-hmm. and and like I'll go into the Discover section and see, like that's how I find a lot of people. But now with like fucking AI, there's so many AI generated things, and I click on something like, oh my god, is this real? And I'm like, oh, fucking AI generated. Now I don't even. Now I'm like. And I see something real, it's probably AI, you know what I mean? I don't even get excited mm-hmm. anymore. Fucking AI. It's already ruining the world. <laughs> ruining my uh my food blog. Oh, they're so their craft is releasing three new flavors of uh their craft cheese singles or craft singles, I guess they're not allowed to call it cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Jalapeno, garlic and herb, and caramelized onion. Making uh, grilled cheeses with them. Hmm? Goddamn, pal. Hmm. Hmm. I don't see. I, um, hmm. what, what's going through that head of yours? I, I oh, usually don't like on. using craft singles yes? for my. What? Yeah, Enchantress woke up. Uh, did I wake oh. you up with my impressions? <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't have done that. I know. She. I hopefully she didn't hear him yet, so she hears them tomorrow when she listens to the show. Maybe she thinks it was a bad dream, and then uh, it's all a bad dream. Hmm. I might. I mean, I'm not one for the craft singles. It's a texture thing, mm-hmm. mainly. Although I did like, at my grandparents, like they would have them. I I would love them. They're great for uh, grilled cheese. Uh, yeah, I guess. I, I mean, I I believe I I believe you. I understand that. Oh, hold on. Um, Huh? What's that? Oh no, we just started. It's only eleven sixteen. Hold on, just pause for a moment. I'll play this clip from YouTube while I go say hi quickly. Seriously. I could have filled. Are you gonna fill? I'm 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 great at. I told you it was Phil. You don't want me to play Marvel and Madness music? I mean, you can if you want, or you could. You people can hear me just talk about grilled cheese. All right, tell them about grilled cheese. I'm gonna. We're go. finally on a subject that I can actually fill for. I go see how she's. Yeah. So I got. I'm. I'm looking at this. So you got the caramelized onion and the jalapeno and the garlic. I'm going to try all three. Well, ooh, I'm gonna do like a, a yeah, an experiment here. So what's I'm gonna do some math here. Someone can probably do this off the top of their head, but I'm an idiot, so I can't. All right. So one, two, three. So each grilled cheese. Now I do sourdough, uh, with butter, pan over medium heat, lid on for three minutes, flip it, lid back on two minutes, take it off, let it rest for about thirty seconds before you cut it, and that's the that, that's it. Uh, and then normally I would do um, uh, like a Colby, a cheddar, and a Havarti, like those kind of three. I I got it out of a grilled cheese cookbook actually. Forgot what it's called. It might just be the grilled cheese cookbook. It's also where I got my mac and cheese recipe out of. It's phenomenal. Hold on. All right. So you got the. I'm, I'm fine here. All right. So you got those three. I told right, her I did then, a uh, lunch lady impression. She goes, Oh no. I need paper for this. What are, you, what are you What are you talking about? Um, how many different combinations of these three cheeses I can do when making grilled cheeses? When so, so of the the three new cheeses. Yeah. 
Hmm. So there's the three, and then all three combined, that's four. And then you do caramelized onion and jalapeno, that's five. Caramelized onion and garlic, that's six. Mm -hmm. Jalapeno and garlic, that's seven. Don't forget plain. Oh, no, I'm just... Just these three? Plain, too. I was just going to go with these three. So it's... Is it seven combinations individually? That's three. I guess guess you should have a base. (laughs) So, yeah, you do original, like, just to compare. And you get to eat them all? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, All right, so at least seven. So we're looking at... And then just one... We don't have to mix... We don't have to, like, add in the plain cheese with the jalapeno, do we? Or do you think that might be too much where you should do just the original and then, like, a slice of jalapeno? It's almost like add, like, levels of flavor. You could go three slices, two slices, one slice. There's a lot of subtle levels. Yeah. So we're looking at a minimum eight different grilled cheeses that I will have to test. Now, there's 16 slices per. Per. And that's how many two, but how... So... If we do what three sli- how many slices of cheese do you do on your grilled cheese? Uh, I think like four. Four? Okay. I'm gonna go just be economical here. I'm gonna go three. Yeah, three. Um, it's probably three. Yeah. If three is reasonable, because yeah. honestly, the more cheese you go, it might sound great, but then the it doesn't cheese, melt. Yeah. It doesn't melt properly. No, and then that's just hell. So three slices, sixteen divided by three is. four. Five and change. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, fuck! That means I'm going to have to buy two packs of each. So I'm going to have to buy two packs of caramelized onion, jalapeno, and garlic herb. And then do this. And then how much bread do I need? That's six, eight sandwiches. A couple two-tree loaves. So I might need two-tree loaves because, like I said, I do the sourdough. And that usually doesn't come in a full loaf of bread. Um, and I'll probably need about two sticks of butter. And if I'm going to do this all at once, I'm going to need additional frying pans. So I'm going to have to go out and buy a couple more pans. This will be fun. I can't wait. You're going to really report back. forward to this. You're going to report back afterwards? Are they on the market now? Probably not. What does he say? Uh... Start, I, this month, starting at retailers nationwide. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, let me text. If you are awake, are you texting texting the wife? Yep. Who is sick and dealing with two children while I'm talking nonsense? So apparently, so someone wrote on the comments: jalapeno was out years ago and discontinued. I only know because I ate a gross amount of grilled cheese with it. <laughs> But is it really cheese? No, it's not called cheese. It's called Kraft Singles. <laughs> mm, it's you know what? Product. I'm just going to go buy this myself. Cause yeah, but make sure you like I... put it in the trunk or you'll fucking eat them all on the way home. I know. That, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like the Five Guys thing. I used to actually have to put it in the trunk of my car because I would eat all the french fries before I would get home and then I'd have a cheeseburger with no french fries and it was very sad. 64 sad. slices of processed American <laughs> cheese. Uh, <laughs> 63 right, slices. So. 62. Is it is it in everywhere that carry like can I go to Wegmans? Cause yeah. Well I don't okay. know if Wegmans carries. Wegmans is very bougie Singles. with what they carry. Uh, yeah they can be. Yeah. You should go to Giant. Uh, Giant or oh fucking. 
Bredner's mm-hmm. probably on a goddamn pedestal there. Mm-hmm. Although I was just in there to get my uh, my pickles, so I, I I do need more, so I can swing by maybe tomorrow on my way in. I still have to go to Wegmans to get my sourdough. God damn it. Um, this sounds amazing. Well, there goes all my hard work for the last two weeks. You're the only guy I know who has a pickle guy. Got a pickle guy. Got a guy who... Went get, to college together. Didn't even know it. Gets your pickles. He he, he played... Uh, uh, Pick up lax and uh, I watched him as I walked past him. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we are here to talk about a toys and or video games from 1984, and I go first this week. Oh. So here is my first pick of toys from 1984. They're the eighteen. You know they're soldiers of fortune. They're the eighteen. Helping people in need. You can pretend that you're Hannibal, Murdoch, or Face, or maybe B.A. Baracus. You know each one is an ace. Each is sold separately with rifle and gear. If there's trouble to face, you know the A-Team's here. They're the A-Team. The A-Team, Murdoch, Hannibal, Face, and B.A. Baracus. Each is sold separately by the loot. Daisy, get off my audio board, you jerk. Daisy. Um, I said there, there, I was going through the 1984 Montgomery Ward catalog. Montgomery Ward catalog. It's the only one I could find from 1984. Um, and in it, I found, uh, let me get to it. I found all this A-team merchandise. (laughs) Uh, and it it cracked me up because I was like, I remember liking the A-team as a kid. But it probably mm-hmm. wasn't, didn't like register with me till like at least eighty six, probably because I was only fucking one and a half when it turned eighty four, and you know until July of eighty four wasn't my second birthday. So I mean, you, it, you when your kids were two, they don't really know shit, right? No, no, yeah. So and you were only one in eighty four. Yeah, no, I, and it's weird though because I remember stuff from like nineteen seventy four. Well, yeah, because your mom probably it's, bought it for you at a flea market. Yeah, but also, like, we, TV was limited, so, like, like we had Nick at Night, and, yeah. like. Oh, yeah, Mr. Ed. Now, and... things, just, we had more exposure to much older shit than most kids now, because there's so much out there. I mean, even as an adult now, the shit I want to watch, I don't watch, because there's too much of it. Right. So there Back was, then it's like, oh, yay, Dragnet's and, on. And it's not, we're not being our parents like, we had three channels. <laughs> yeah. No, we had like a hundred, but that's it. Like, and Blockbuster. Like, you yeah. have no idea. Like, I, I used to think it was annoying when our parents would be like, well, I remember when we only had three channels. Well, it's a fucking modern ages, bitch. We have cable. <laughs> my mom was like, please stop calling me, bitch. <laughs> and um, now I feel the same way. I'm like, well, growing up, we only had... Uh, cable TV, streaming, or we didn't have choices. Yeah. You rented one fucking Nintendo game for the weekend, and if it sucked, you you fuck go fuck yourself. You're playing Mario Three again all weekend because yep. you ain't getting another game. Now it's anything and your women. There's too much almost. That's the problem. Yeah. Like that little gaming system I bought you. Like having those with all those games, 
It's like mm-hmm. an overload. Like you waste more time like yeah. deciding what to play. It's, a, it's like Netflix. You just, just scroll. The yeah, Netflix it's doom scrolling. Singer. Well, but but like doom scrolling for people who don't read news, like me and you. Mm-hmm. You know, because who wants to fucking hear that? Um, That's what headlines are for. You get all your news from that. So then you move on. There's the regular action figures, and then there was like a a playhouse set. Um, what's it, what do they call it? G. Uh, I I can't read this. Okay, so what is this? F or G? Fucking Montgomery Ward. E. I'm sorry. E is what I'm reading. I'm going to the next page. There's no ordinary warehouse. It's the A Team Secret Command Center, featuring a working crane, two story elevator, skylight, escape hatch, heliport. Computer center and more. Scaled for use with six and a half inch A team figures, not included. So that was only nineteen ninety seven. That's a pretty big playset for twenty bucks. Yeah. You looking at it? I'm looking at the pretty 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 sweet. It won't I won't let me z- oh I can get in pretty close there. Are you in the catalog? Yeah. Uh, it's like a full page spread. I mean, it's an Etsy page, mm. and they have like the full page spread with the A team and the bad guys and like a little parking lot setup thing. I don't know if it's the same. Oh, that's that's on here. So that's H I J K. So H is set up camp with the A team deluxe headquarters camp <laughs> set featuring all four members, complete with weapons and accessories, including tent. Sandbag, bunkers, playmat, machine guns, and assault boat. It was only ten bucks. Hmm. Um then there's there's the warehouse, and here comes Murdoch at the controls of his A team gyrocopter. Features a pump action uh rotor for simulated action. Nine forty four. And then there was a Rough Ride and eighteen three wheel all terrain vehicle. Come comes with trailer, flamethrower, disc shooter, fits six and a half inch figures. And that was uh eight eighty eight. So yeah, th- then there was um a twelve inch talking BA Baracus and the, the word bubble over his head says, Murdoch, you're crazy. And he's holding the toolbox, got all his gold on. Uh, he is tough talking Mr. T doll says one of four different phrases when you pull the string. He's 1299. Then there was a team walkie talkies and a team um bullhorn amplifies your voice and creates a siren noise. There is a team walkie talkie headsets, voice activated walkie talkies. That one on your head. There was a Protect the Dynamite from Enemy Forces Tyco A-Team Action Train Set. Thrilling action as the A-Team battles enemy jeeps, tanks, and soldiers. <laughs> There's an RC car. Tyco A-Team Action Racing Set. A-Team van spins through Daredevil U-turns and flies over the double cross jump to escape the MPs. <laughs> Did they have a car that just flips over for no reason? Probably. What's that? M and N. Oh, yeah, L. It's L here. Uh, L is the A-team enforcer van. Climbs a highway road and a four-wheel drive, crashes through road signs, and flips into side-wheel stunts. 
takes two double bad. Then there's this fucking cool eighteen van tent. Is this Q? I would have definitely wanted this as a kid. I want it now. All aboard, 18 Playhouse van is simple to assemble. Features flame retardant, durable, washable vinyl. Reinforced doors, prevents tears. $16.99. And it looks like the A-Team van. Birthday. Then there's the big wheel and then the little kid's bicycle. <clears throat> um, then there's a Mr. T... Uh, I'm sorry, there's a Mr. T um, sleeping bag. There's A-team sheet and comforter set and curtains <coughs> and what looks like a uh, a watch, a wrist watch, but it's big, so it's a clock you put on your wall. There's a, a duffel bag. Then there's the Mr. T kids weight bench that has a Mr. T weight bench, a the dumbbell, a barbell, uh, two hand squeezer deals, and a jump rope. Oh, then there's the, the gun sets. There's an RV 18 van. Well, let me read off what these are. Um, armed and ready. AK-47 action set here that's needed for young 18 recruits. Here, kids, you need this gun. Right. Um... Then there's, what is this? Jay. Jay is bombs away. Exciting action with the A-team grenade toss game. Toss one of the three play grenades into the 28 by 33 target and watch action targets of the enemy flip into the air. Kids compete with friends. Easy to assemble. Grenade tossing game. <laughs> and then what is K here? Like, this looks like an assault rifle. Fire one ready. A-team N24 assault rifle. Target set. Shoots darts and grenades. Then there's a, a watch. Wrist watch. Um, and the, the weight set's called the H. Mr. T exercise bench. <laughs> then there's jammies. Uh, a towel. Footy jammies. Not towel. Uh, I'm sorry. A robe. Jammies, a robe. Footy jammies. And then an underoos set. A-team underoos. So in 1984, your whole fucking personality could have been A-Team. That's an insane amount of... Like, I honestly... I knew there was a line of toys. I never really looked at them. And I figured there'd be some merch. But that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Hey, Rug, the Rug Brothers. I'm catching you guys live for the first time in a while. Did you hear that they discontinued Fruit Stripe, Fruit Stripe Gum recently? Super bummed. I did too. That gum's been around for fucking ever. I was more surprised that it was still around. Yeah. Uh, all right, Squeezer, here is your first toy pick from 1984. Ooh. I'm clicking it, but it's not working. Uh-oh. Oh, let me pull up. Doodad. It says G.I. Joe. Configure stream deck. Close this. Configure. Well, what if you try, rather than configure, what if you try to reconfigure? Okay, I'm going to reconfigure Stream Deck. Reconfigure. <laughs> do, do, do. Mm -hmm. So are they just kind of pretty much like 
the same style as the Ram- well while you're doing this day team like because it was Galoob, right? Mm-hmm. So it was like the whole Rambo style. Mm-hmm. It was the same, basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. Just gotcha. There you go. I, okay, my, I reconfiguring worked. The Richardson worked. Good reconfig. Unplugged it and plugged it back in. I just quit the app and restarted. Ah, nice. It's like the virtual Richardson. Yeah. We'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe! Cobra's stealing the capsule! They're getting away in the water moccasin! And with him are the evil new Cobra's Fireflies, Scrap Iron, and the Baroness. The shark will catch him. G.I. Joe! American hero! They're throwing the capsule overboard! Let's go get it! Way to go, Joe! Go, Joe! G.I. Joe Shark comes with Diver. Water Moccasin comes with Driver. Other figures sold separately from Hasbro. Ugh, just the disrespect that they have. Who comes with comes, the shark comes with diver. The, the it comes with the driver. No, it, it's Deep Six and Copperhead. They have names. <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah, but um, they don't. They only have thirty seconds of copy. That's true. But uh, you probably say Deep Six before. Diver, Deep Six, di- I, I'm sure. Well, they when they made friend. the commercial, they might not have had names yet. Uh, let me look at the card back. Let me look at the card back of the shark. I can pull. Well, they might have made the commercial before they had the card back printed. Fair, oh, fair enough. Very serious. Yeah. So, D- uh, I always my my friend up the street had. Uh, A lot of the times, like what the kids in the commercial are playing with, look different than what you had because they're playing with prototypes. Oh, that's true too. Oh, hi, Izzy. You're so yeah. sweet. Oh, hi. Uh, yeah, my friend up the street had the shark, um, and, and Deep Six. And I was always so jealous because he like he looked different. Like that's yeah, pretty cool. Like he comes in like this whole diving suit. Mm-hmm. But in hindsight, I'm like I'm kind of glad I didn't have him because uh, after that, like, what do you do with with Deep Six? And you don't want to play with your GI Joes in the tub because. Then the little screw starts to get rusty in there. And, and oh, then yeah. My brother had deep sex. He was a cool guy. Yeah. He was cool looking. Um, but, yeah, he was. there were some of the – there was a lot of vehicle-exclusive guys uh, this year. Uh, and you had a, a Cobra Commander mail-in, which is pretty cool. Like, he has, like, did, gold in him and did stuff. Did Deep Six – I'm looking at it right here. It doesn't look like he comes – oh, this is version two. Uh, yeah, so both him and Copperhead got re-releases – uh, after the, after the fact, like multiple, uh, how many deep sixes did they make? Deep six uh, came came with who was the shark's name? Uh, the shark. It, it's an anagram. It's s dot h dot a dot r dot c dot shark. Oh. Uh, stands for submersible high speed attack and reconnaissance craft. Oh, so it was a vehicle. It wasn't actual a shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a vehicle. It's like it look. Know what it looks like? It looks like uh, Slaughter's uh, Slaughter Marauder tank. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah. Take yeah, take the treads off and put on little yeah. fins, and you, and you got it. Um, but yeah, don't do not play with it underwater. It would just ruin it. Which I'm sure plenty of kids. Did. I would have totally taken that fucking yeah. shit underwater. Yeah. They, well, this was a big <laughs> uh, water year because he had the water moccasin too, uh, the killer whale. Which was uh, like their uh, uh, what's that hovercraft uh, that came out that year? Was Copperhead the water moccasin pilot? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. 
Yeah, and then I'm trying to how many. Yeah, uh, Deep Six got a shit ton. Let's see, he had eight releases. Well, if you if you include, well, he had four in the in the first run. Version two came out in uh, eighty nine and ninety two, ninety three. Then they re released them in two thousand eight, two thousand eight, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Oh, okay, that's. The the quality wasn't. The, the, I just didn't like. The, I had some of the new ones just for the sake. Of, I had I had a couple of GI Joes in my collection. I didn't like the joints. Wasn't crazy about it. Uh, Copperhead. He got. Uh, oh yeah, he got a whole bunch there too. He got a re-release in the. Uh, uh, oh, there was the Python Copperhead. Interesting. In '89. Oh, was that part of the? Nope, didn't have him. Um, but yeah, it was '84 run uh, that we got. Uh, a couple of characters that would go on to be like crucial to uh, uh, GI Joe. I mean, we got our first uh, our first version of Duke, uh, first uh, uh, Roadblock and Baroness, uh, Storm Shadow. Yeah, so it wasn't like this was still like the initial like new guys are getting introduced. Uh, you know, as these lines are coming out, they're not in the uh, V2s just yet. Well, maybe Cobra Commander, but he, he was a mail-in uh, at that point. Uh, and then uh, uh, Mutt came out this year, which is always cool because you're always happy when your your toys come with dogs. Um, I had, which I think I had, did I have V3 Mutt and Junkyard? No. I didn't. Um, maybe V4. I don't know. But yeah, it, uh, 84 wa- was a good year for uh, both vehicles. Uh, they came with the Skyhawk, too. That's the one you see them flying a lot in the opening of uh, the movie. They used it in there. Uh, the Cobra Rattler uh, was big. That was their uh, like A-10 looking attack plane. Uh that they had in a couple Jeeps. But, yeah, 84 was, was it was a good year to get things up and running. Because previous year you had, uh, who's the big get? And I guess Gung Ho and Destro uh, were the were the big ones uh, in uh, 83. Oh, look at that. Okay, so Duke was a mail-in in 83. Crazy. But then... You can get him. Uh, then they re- they released him to the mass public in '84 as part of the series. Well, I bet you that mail-in Duke is worth a lot. Hmm. You know what? I bet you I can click on something and they'll tell me that eBay because this site is just insane. I bet you it has it. Variations 1.4. Does it have? There's just almost too much information here. It hurts my head. Why Squeezer oh. looks for this? Someone sent me. One dollar and mail in flag points and seven flag points to get Duke back in a day. Hmm. Uh, per TMZ, Hulk Hogan re- helped rescue a woman involved in a bad car accident. Huh. Oh. Today. Or two days ago it was. And someone tweeted, imagine your vehicle's turned over. You're disoriented, wondering if this is the end. You turn to your left and see Hollywood Hogan in his NWO shirt saying, give me your hand, brother. <laughs> <laughs> someone wrote one of cars crashing down and someone's hurt inside 
Uh, for as much evil that there exists on the internet, there's little stuff like that that mm-hmm. brings light to the world. Ah, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I wasn't getting these G.I. Joes in 84 at one year old. Uh, they would eventually find their way into my collection via, I was, of course, that yard sale kid. I, a lot of my G.I. Joes came from there. Um, the, uh, what was the plane? What was the Cobra? The, you know, the one that Serpentor gets in in the movie and then, like, they Duke blows it up or Falcon blows it up and then they spear Duke in the chest. Mm, yes. Uh, the, the night Raven. Yeah. Yeah. Like I got that. Uh, when that came out, that was 1799 in 1986, which is like $470 in like 2023 money. Uh, but I got it for uh 50 cents, uh, at a yard sale. And only is part of it. And only the landing gear and the pilot and a bunch of other shit was missing. So, pretty good deal. But we'll save that for our 1986 show. Hmm. Yes, <laughs> 1986. But for now, we move on, right? Uh, Yeah. Okay, I am slowly losing my voice, which is great for a fucking podcast. Oh, no. All right, here is my... <clears throat> Next pick. Coming from the farthest reaches of the universe to challenge the worst villains on Earth are the most powerful heroes ever in the battle of the superpower collection. What's this? The dam's about to blow and take Robin with it? Who will stop the Joker and Luther? Aquaman! Kenner's new superpowers collection figures with power action. He's sold separately with his own mini comic. Aquaman, Who can help now? A power ring, a power action punch. It is the bomb. Can this madness be stopped in time? You decide. Um, oh boy, my voice. Um, <clears throat> Ooh, it's getting. I uh, I had uh, a few. Of the, I had Batman. I had Superman. I had the first Robin, uh, but I, I didn't have many um, of these. But I had a few, and they were fucking cool. And if they look familiar, it's because they were. So Kenner had superpowers. And they released them in 1984. Um, I guess prior to that, Mego Corporation had both Marvel and DC, and they were the, those were those soft doll things that were about like eight inches, seven eight inches. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, and then after <clears throat> after Mego, oh, I need to have a sip. <clears throat> we got it. You have a problem, my friend. <clears throat> we gotta talk. You can't just just mid show just stop in and take a sip. <laughs> um, sorry, uh, I've I I'm afraid I'm gonna, I can't explain it. I've got few voice time left, little voice time left. So uh, after Mego, when both companies were under one toy banner, um, Mattel had the the secret uh, secret wars figures for Marvel. That they came okay, up. This, this was 84? Same year, yep. But okay. they did that after Kenner put out the superpowers. So that started, and ever since then, both DC and Marvel had had separate companies making their action figures. Uh, DC had Kenner and then went to Toy Biz for the 89 Batman movie. And then Toy Biz did a lot of repaints of the um, 
like recasts of the of the Kenner superpowers figures. And then <clears throat> I'm sorry, Toy Biz did. And then Kenner got it back immediately after that for uh Dark Knight collection and then Batman Returns and Kenner's had it pretty much for now McFarland Toys has it, but um and some other company, uh power fucking whatever, has those little small versions. Hmm. But uh yeah, McFarland Toys does a majority of them and of course, Marvel yeah. is um, Hasbro, which is Kenner. So, yeah, because I mean that 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 Penguin figure is just a repaint. I mean, is there anything different other than the paint from like the Returns Penguin and the? No, the, it's a it's a repaint at exact mold. But then, um, yeah. if you look at the Toy Biz Penguin, it's exactly the same. It just doesn't have the long tails of the Kenner Penguin. It's exact same figure. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, because those, those tails kind of like were like push on, right? yeah, like yep. they're little tabs. And that was um, a recast. So basically, they buy the figure <clears throat> from Kenner, take it apart, uh, put it in a mold, and recast it. <laughs> did did the, their capes make you as mad as they made me? I love them, but yeah, you lost really? them all the time. Yeah. Oh, like the, the little clip on necky yeah. thing. Yep. Would you also put them on your fingers yep. and dangle them around? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, Kenner wanted superpowers because of how hot uh, Masters of the Universe was. That Mattel oh, so had. That there. So, gotcha. they, yeah, this was their, uh, uh, <clears throat> the pitch was like, this could be your new Star Wars. Multiple play sets, multiple franchises, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Titans, Lois Lane, the Super Juniors. Um, and they, they, uh, they made a uh, dark side. Um, they made, uh, uh, Lex Luthor in his battle costume. Joker had a cool figure. Uh, the first series was Aquaman, Batman, Brainiac, the flash, green lantern, Hal Jordan, Hawkman, the Joker, Lex Luthor, the penguin, Robin, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Series two was Darkseid, Desaad, Dr. Fate, Firestorm, Green Arrow, Callback, Mantis, Martian Manhunter, uh, Paradom, uh, <clears throat> Red Tornado, and Steppenwolf. <laughs> Series three had Cyborg, Cyclotron, Golden Pharaoh, Mr. Freeze, Mr. Miracle, Orion, Plastic Man, Samurai, Shazam, and uh, Tyr. Uh, they had a mailway, Car- Clark Kent. Um, and there was a, uh, Riddler who was foreign non-Kenner. Their vehicles were the Batcopter, the Batmobile, Darkside Destroyer, Delta Probe One, Justice Jogger, Calib- uh, Boulder Bomber, Lex Soar 7, and the Supermobile. Why would Superman need a vehicle? I have no idea. I, to, to make money. Yes. And there was a Hall of Justice playset. Now, McFarlane... <clears throat> Has toys out now at Walmart that look have the same card backing and everything as the Superpowers toy sets, uh, so you could get those now. But um, yeah, eighty four. That's when uh, these came to town. Hmm. So uh, I'm gonna let you go, and I'm just gonna rest my voice for a. Hopefully, it comes back for the next hmm. pick. Yo, God, we're only in your second fucking pick. Yeah, we got a ways to go.
This is a weird noise. Yeah, honest to God, I forgot that this was coming up next, and when I heard this, I honestly thought that something was wrong. <laughs> oh shit, what happened to your computer? Uh, but no, this is what happens when you play uh, 1942 and 1984. Now, was this only on arcade in, in uh, 1984? Uh, yes. Uh, it got our arcade release in 84. Then it came on the Famicom in 85 in Japan, and it got the uh, 86, it got released on the NES in the U.S. Um, I... I've played it on arcade machines, um, and, uh, had my ass, uh, handed to me, rightfully, um, but I played it plenty of times on NES, too. I don't think I ever actually owned it, just at friends and stuff like that. Um, but it, it's a quick, it's one of those, you, you don't care when it's just, it's, it's a great, like, cause it was designed this way. Like, part of the idea was, it was meant to be... Uh, an easy access game for someone to just quick walk up to, pop a quarter in, and play without really any need to understand controls or anything like that. You had a fire button, you had a roll button, which was actually really cool, and you just flew around, and just like any scrolling uh, overhead uh, flight shooter, um, it, it pretty much explains itself. You had some upgrades and stuff. You could fire like multiple shots, like the shoot like four like shots at a time. Or my favorite too is always cool is you get little wingmen. So you had your plane and then two little uh, fighter escorts next to you uh, that could also shoot. Um, it's really stressful because there's a lot on the screen going on um, all at once. And I couldn't tell you how far I've actually ever gotten in the game. Not far. Because uh, I don't have the attention for it. Even if I, like, you can, like, I challenge you to beat this and get a high score. I'm like, eh, I'm good after a while. Mm -hmm. I like to, I like to play a little bit, dip my toes in the water, uh, the South Pacific to be exact. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then when if I lose, then I just, I'm good, and I'll walk away. That's fine. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't stress too much over it. And I'm glad, too, because I watched a video of someone beating it. And it's pretty much just you beat more planes, you land, and I, I believe the the screen at the end says congratulations, and then it gives you your score. Hmm. And also gives you the cool thing is this was one of the first games where it actually calculated uh, your your uh, shooting percentage. So it actually takes into account shots fired to shot or. Uh, planes taken down and actually gives you an ac like an accuracy uh, percentage based on how well you did in the game. I don't I, it might not be shots landed, but it's planes that appeared on screen and then you then eliminated. Which is actually pretty cool, especially for the time that that was like technology in 1984 was, hey, this is the number of planes that you shot down over the course of the game, which is pretty, pretty cool. Uh it's it, it's kind of weird too because it was it's developed by Capcom. Um, uh, it was you know, the the designer was Yoshiki Yoshiki Akamoto, and uh, that's relevant because uh, he uh, it's a Japanese company. Mm -hmm. 
by uh, a, a Japanese designer, and you're making a game based off the Battle of Midway, and you are clearly an American P-38 shooting down a variety of Japanese planes. And they didn't care. It was the 80s, and this was their big push to get... They were specifically designing a game for the American market. At the same time, this game was a hit in Japan and was ranked like in the top across arcades in like the top five and made a small fortune. Because, I mean, you can really just kind of glance over the game itself. I mean, and the graphics aren't this crazy detailed thing. I mean, if you want to role play in your head, uh, you're, you know, a Japanese fighter, you know, you can probably do that if you really cared. Or it was just very addictive gameplay at the time, and it was something new. Um, the graphics were great, and the roll button, like I said, it, it might not seem like a huge deal, but, like, when you hit that roll button... Like, the animation of it, of the plane doing the loop or the roll, like, it looks really good. Um, it wasn't just a cheap little... It really sold the idea of it and, like, added some depth to the gameplay. Um, but, yeah. It's, uh... I'd say it still holds up. Still holds up. I, I, I think it's in uh, on the Mortal Kombat cabinet, if I'm correct. Oh, it's at work? Yeah. That's right. I, I'm pretty sure it's in the Mortal Kombat cabinet if you go into the menu. Hmm. I was just playing it the other day. Um, we could verify that if you'd like. Yeah. Uh, first thing tomorrow. I'll take care of it. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I could do it right now. It's uh, No, it's not. Mortal Kombat, oh. Mortal Kombat 2, 3, Ultimate, Tubin, Rampage, Joust, War, Wizard of War, Gauntlet, Rupert Tapper, Defender, which... Bubbles, oh, is it Paperboy, maybe, and Clash? Is Klax. it in the Frogger one? It is in the Frogger one, I think. Maybe that's it. I think. I know there's another game in there. Uh, let's go by alphabetical order and see if we can get to the bottom of this for Squeezy. Looking up arcades. We probably them. just. Uh... <laughs> I guess they don't have Frogger on their website anymore. Mm. I right, just go 1942 arcade. One up. <laughs> no, it's Time Pilot. Hmm? Time Pilot is the game in Frogger. Hmm. I swear I played 1942 lately. <laughs> Maybe um, somewhere else? I don't know. I did have a weird dream last night that I went to Harvard. <laughs> For what? 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 Uh, TV. <laughs> <laughs> Do they even I, offer TV at I don't Harvard? Know. I know, but I was still like, it's not like it was like, oh, I'm going to college. I'm going to Harvard for TV. No, no. I'm already doing, like, I'm exactly where I am now. Mm -hmm. But... I'm like, went back to school to get my master's in TV at Harvard to better my career here. Hmm. Yeah, it was, I've had some dumb dreams before, but uh, that was tops. 
The dorms sucked. I got a tour of the dorms, and they looked just like the ones in Kutztown. <laughs> Pieces of shit. They were great, though, because there was all cinder blocks. We could have water balloon fights all the time. It's a good time. Um, yeah, I don't know uh, where you played 1942, but I don't think it was in our huh. arcade. It's not that I could find. Wasn't that a vertical? You'd had to have played it on the Frogger machine. Yeah. Because it was a vertical screen. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, well I'll, 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 I'll investigate first thing in the morning. I'll see. Maybe that was the game, and I just kind of put my own little virtual uh, 1942 skin uh, over it in my brain. Maybe. It happens a lot. <laughs> All right. Here is my next pick. You're watching QuizWiz. It's the brainy computerized quiz game. QuizWiz challenges everyone with 1,001 questions. The computer tells you if you're right or wrong. Pick a subject. Connect the program cartridge for 1,001 new questions. Who played Eliza and my fair lady? Aha! By George, she's got it. QuizWiz comes with computer and cartridge quiz books. Six other quiz books available. QuizWiz by Coleco, number one in electronic fun. So I was looking through that catalog, and I saw QuizWiz. I was like, wait a minute. That's not QuizWiz. QuizWiz came out in the 90s, and it was released by Tiger. And this was released by Coleco. So I got to the bottom of it. Uh, why would they be selling a QuizWiz in 1984? Well, in 1979, Coleco released QuizWiz originally. And it looked very similar to the QuizWiz we know. But I think the entire, like, I don't know. It's, it's very strange. Uh, I think, uh, like, the computer was the, the tan. Are you looking at it now? now? Uh, see, I'm coming across that one. Google Coleco QuizWiz. See, I got Coleco QuizWiz. <laughs> uh, it's like, it's got that traditional brown. Yes, so that okay. piece is the actual computer. And then the book, the black book with the, the questions and everything in it, mm -hmm. that piece is the whole like cartridge. And you plug that computer piece into it. And then the book and everything is the questions. Gotcha. So released in 1979 by Coleco, computerized question answer game challenges players to 1,001 questions from a variety of categories. Built as a computer game that is number one electronic fun. They sold 30 cartridges for QuizWiz. Uh, challenging topics including famous mysteries, monsters, celebrity trivia, and soap opera. Hmm. Yeah, I remember the one that looks like the... Yeah, the one from like the 90s. Yeah, Tiger made 90s. that. Yeah. Now, that came... So the Tiger QuizWiz... Uh, was 1993 and you'd buy books and it came with like little separate cartridges that looked like Game Boy Advance cartridges. Okay. And it was, it worked yeah. the exact same way. Hmm. Um, but it had a few more options to play it. And I think like a, maybe a voice. I actually have mint and card, the Congo quiz whiz cartridge and book. Nice. And book. So if I get a did quiz you, whiz, I could play. 
I mean, or you could just open the. You could just read the book, right? I could, but it's in mint yeah. and package. And uh, yeah, you don't want to do that. That's retirement right there. So there's different, like talking. There was like Star Wars quiz whiz that had three different. A uh, thousand and one questions includes over sixty color photos, three book set, and it was its own like special talking thing. There was uh, a few different things like that for quiz whiz. But um, yeah, you in 1984 you would buy you could buy a Quiz Whiz. You buy a brand new Minton Box Quiz Whiz for 1805. It looks like eighteen dollars and five. Eighteen hundred dollars? No, pal. Eighteen dollars. Wow. Wow. Someone held on to that thinking it was going to be worth something. Mm-hmm. I still think it's funny though. Even in the 90s, like you get the cartridge one. You still have like the paper book with the questions. Mm-hmm. It was only like ten, like fifteen years later, and like the technology wasn't like running rampant through the eighties and nine. Like yeah. the, the ninety end of the nineties is when technology started fucking taking off. Yeah, like the two thousands, and like you, it's hard to think that the iPhone came out in oh seven. <laughs> Almost That's 20 kinda... years ago. Yeah. But still at the same time, only 20 years ago. Not, no, no, but because, okay, so what is it officially 16 years ago from 07? Yeah. Uh, 17. Because 2027 is three years away. So 20 minus three math. is 17. So 17 years ago. So if you think 17 years ago, from 2007 was 1990. This quiz whiz wasn't even out yet. <laughs> Think about technology we had in 1990. Yeah. And then, yeah. So. Now we're getting AI and fucking fake products I don't want to fucking buy and <laughs> fucking the Vision Pro. You're going to pre-order yours on Friday morning for $3,400? Fuck no. Yeah, I'm hoping a lot of people do that for my stock portfolio. <laughs> Everyone, buy your Vision Pro now. It'll sell out. You want to be the first to get it. Yes. Quizways. Um, here is Squeezer's third pick. Oh, we got to pot it up. See your free space on Bingo. The Black Knight. How's that? It was a black day when the Black Knight challenged Legoland Castle. Does anyone know how to work the portcullis? Yeah, I do. Clever dick. Fortunately, a hero was quickly found and armed. Here, Eric, you think he'll be all right? Yeah, look, someone's giving him a hand. Legoland Castle lets you make new stories of old. That's I love that commercial so much. There's so much going on there. It's like their entire um, like knowledge of medieval times that came from watching Monty Python. Hmm. You played this um, before, right? <clears throat> that commercial? Uh, yeah, I think so. I might have because uh, I've talked Lego Castle before, but now I'm talking Lego Castle 1984. Uh, yeah, if you want to pick something off on your bingo cards, I'm talking this particular year in Legos. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was always, I'm like, oh, I need my fifth pick. What could I, oh, Legos. 
Um, and I, I looked, and I'm like, not going to do it just for the sake of it. Like, oh, this is a couple of things that came out in 1984 for Legos. Um, specifically, though, 84 was a big year in the Lego Castle sub-theme. Um, and so in 78 is when the castle started. And they were yellow. And they were very basic. And it was your Lego blocks and a few unique pieces, but... That was about it, and you had the um, couple nights and 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 stuff, uh, and and that was it. And for like the the castle came out, and then the next year, like one little thing of like nights, and then really it wasn't until eighty four is where it it found itself, and because it was eighty four where you they released the minifig packs. And then the smaller kits, the supply wagon, the jousting knights, the horse cart, the catapult. Now you get to the blacksmith shop and the siege tower, and these are getting a little bigger. And then the knight's castle. And now you're like, okay, these are big piece sets. They're looking at like 400 plus pieces here. And then the king's castle, which is 664 pieces. And now finally, these are looking like when you think of the Lego land, Lego castle sets. This is what you think of now, not the, not the big blocky yellow ones um, uh, from previous years. How many? I'm going to do something crazy here and go all the way back to 1978, and I'm curious. Okay, so that first castle was 767 pieces. That was a lot, but that's also because you were building a lot of those walls from scratch. This is the time where they introduced those, like, <clears throat> uh, porthole pieces you know which ones i'm talking about it's got a four banger it's technically six but it's four on the ground and two up that you can interlock with the two yes bricks with the little holes for them to shoot their little arrows through that's like where this was introduced mm. um and <clears throat> yeah it, it took off from here it was huge um and then uh the next couple years after is when they would start introducing the uh uh uh, what are they called? Not not the, the forest men. I was gonna say uh, like uh, the merry men or whatever. But hmm. uh, yeah, they released different crusaders, uh, the forest men, and eventually the black knights. And then uh, the wolf pack came in. That was pretty cool. Uh, and then uh, dragon masters uh, came in. And then then they kind of started rehashing things with like uh, royal knights and stuff like that. But uh, this was the beginning of like the golden era of uh, Lego Castle, from like eighty four to ninety four. I would say even ninety five uh, had some uh, decent stuff, uh, but yeah, it was. These were great sets. These are probably what I had of everything uh, the most of would be a castle. Oh, hang on, oh, is this an emergency? Yes. Oh. Hopefully someone's not throwing up again. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had a, a bunch of space stuff. Uh, it's just the role play and the the something about like the the castle. Like you could rebuild your castle in any which way you wanted, and it was really fun. Uh, and it was just some. Like also the minifigs are great. I love their little helmets and the horses, uh, their little swords and the the, the detail. Like each each character, like each like 
things like shield had like a different coat of arms on it. Like the forest men had their like a uh, deer and then uh, crusaders had like lions. So it was, they actually put a lot of like almost uh, canon. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, just, yeah. Uh, like backstory to this is when it, and it was all in 84 is when it really started taking off. Do you need me to just talk so you run upstairs and do my next pick? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, why'd you say it was a... Uh... I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what's going on now. But I'm I'm done here. I can... And I'll figure out what's going on while you do your next pick. All right. Well, here... Uh, here is my... Now there's a whole new way for your child to be creative. Introducing the Fisher-Price camera, designed just for kids. Inside's a Kodak camera, outside pure Fisher-Price. Big buttons, cushioned ends. There's even a built-in level indicator. Introduce your child to the art of picture-taking and watch what happens. The new Fisher-Price camera, a whole new way to be creative. Um, my parents got me this Fisher Price Kodak camera when I was a, uh, a kid. It took, so it was this, um, like long, thin camera that took 110 film, which were those cartridge that looked like two, it was like a plastic shell, like with two reels on the side. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that stuff. Yeah, 110 is essentially a miniaturized version, miniaturized version of Kodak's earlier 126 film format. Each frame is 13 millimeter by 17 millimeter, um, with one registration hole. Cartridges with 12, 20, or 24 frames are available. Production. Uh, so the problem was, um, getting uh, get. So I had this camera, but getting your parents to a buy you film. And then take the film to get developed. And then you had to buy a flash cartridge. Now, these going to really seem old. Uh, <laughs> you bought the flash cartridge. It came in foil. You unwrapped and you plugged into the top. And it had like six, four or six flashes on it. That's why I'm a fan of continuous lighting. Yeah, but I didn't have that as a, as a kid. You didn't ask your parents for an HMI? Mm, I mean, I did, but... Mm. Right. So, um... Yes, the one. So, if you ever seen those small, smaller pictures that look like almost four by three squeezer, you had developed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those were uh, old one ten film. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got. I will remember that now because I'm starting to come across very popular in the eighties. Like if you have, you know, those. They're the cameras are very like they're slim but they're long. Yeah, we. I. I always like play. We had one and. We would like play with it, but like we never. I don't think I ever actually took a picture with it. Yeah, it was I, a toy. By the time I was playing with it, yeah, I wish I had the pictures I took with this Fisher Price Kodak camera. It had like the yellow button to slide to the next picture, and the, you actually could tell what picture you're on based on um, like the roll of one ten film. It had like a little strip on it that was shown through a window that showed you which how many pictures you had uh-huh. left. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, this is no toy. This is a legit camera. Yeah, but it was made. It is. It was a legit camera, but it, it had like yeah. the lanyard with the breakaway uh, thing on it, like the breakaway lock. 
Mm-hmm. It, it had like uh, all big and chunkiness to it. So yeah, it was, it was a kid's camera and uh, I had one because all That's I wanted to cool. do was take video and pictures as a kid. So like, oh, we'll buy him this and, you know, then it, all I wanted was film and then I wanted to get it developed and then I wasn't happy with my shots and I wanted <laughs> to take more shots. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, yeah. Do you think they realized it was an investment when they first got it? No, they had no idea. And then no. once it dawned on them, they're like, fuck. Then it turned into a toy because I was never getting film again. <laughs> so that was it. Uh. All right. Here is your fourth pick. Pot it up. The new Fisher Price neighborhood is open for fun. Little people got big imaginations. Little Got big imaginations, they can open the door and drive right in. There's a slide in the treehouse and a pool for a swim. Introduce your kids to little people and get a $5 rebate on selected play sets. See details at participating retailers. Just ask for little people and say, give me five. Each set sold separately. Give me five. Sorry, I, I, I lied. That commercial's from 1989. I'm terrible. Terrible co-host. You're not but terrible. they didn't have a commercial for this from 1984, so I just had to go with something. I tried finding something, and I had to settle, Now I was the closest. My uh, quiz was commercials from 79, so... Oh, okay, well. Um, but, the, the and, uh, I mean, it's not even talking about this product, but I am talking about uh, the 1984 Pr- Fisher-Price Discovery Cottage for the jumbo little people. Hmm. And uh, yeah, this is one of probably this is probably one of my first like new toys I got as a kid. So uh, yeah, because oh, it'd have been six months. So they, yeah, like you don't have like real toys as a baby. You have like shit that you put in your mouth. Um, and I'm sure back then it was all horrendous kinds of paint that I was just chewing on. Yeah, um, lead. Yeah, but like by '84, yeah, this was my pride and joy of a toy, and. It was a, a little tiny cottage um, that uh, the the roof could open up, and there's a little nursery, and there's a little bed, and a little place to stick your little person in there. And when I say little person, I mean like the toy. I'm not being derogatory. Um, and there's a mirror in there so you could see yourself because babies love to see themselves and drool at themselves. Uh, and a little handle to carry it by. And the door could... Uh, uh, open up and you can go inside and there's a garage and the garage had a little trike on it that was so super cute no. uh, and there was a butterfly on the back and that butterfly would slide up and down the wall and it would go click 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 so this was made to stimulate young minds yes yeah, stimulate it's a discovery cottage you're learning to discover it's crazy like little people how much like adult collectibles they sell now i bought over christmas a little people christmas vacation set and um, mm-hmm. which had uh, Clark and Ellen, Uncle uh, Cousin Eddie, and then and Bethany and Aunt Bethany in it. And then I saw at the Target they now have a Stranger Things set and the adult collectible section. Oh, I geez. think you have the wrestlers in your office, right? Yeah, I got uh, Macho Warrior Man and Macho and Man, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the kids got me that for Christmas a couple of years back. There's like mm-hmm. an Two office set. I think there's a Parks and Rec set. It's crazy. They're like, oh, you kids grew up playing with these toys that no one wants to touch anymore, so we'll just keep making them but marking them towards you, retards, because yeah. 
You'll buy them. I'm going to get canceled again for saying that. <laughs> You're in trouble. Um, sorry, one second. Checking in on the kids. Yep, checking in on, on um, the kids. On uh, New Heights podcast today, Jason Kelsey's two-and-a-half-year-old was, um, Elliot was screaming and crying from upstairs, so he had to go and comfort her. Aw. Yeah. We're getting there, and okay. I, should be I think he yelled. I think he just yelled, Elliot, are you okay? Then he goes, <laughs> hopefully she's all right. I'm not about to do that, because then everyone's going to be like, ah, and then I'm going to wake them all up. Yeah, you can't do that. Sorry. Um, yeah, so it's got a little door uh, with a little heart in it. It's super cute. And then uh, it had a little, like, a uh, little pump What's it ball, called? Like, uh, uh, it's the Fisher-Price uh, Discovery Cottage. Okay, keep going. Uh, and I remember it has, I mean, I remember, I vividly, like, still remember playing with this. Um, this is the kind of shit you see in doctor's offices covered in germs. Yes. Uh, and then eventually ours ended up in the nursery at our church. because My mom was the nursery lady. You know, that's where it ended up. Um, but it had, like, a little pump uh, on the, on the, in the yard out front. Kind of, and then you would push it. Like a doorbell? And, and yeah, and there was a little piston uh, and a little thing, and it would shoot up, and it would actually ring the bell uh, that was on the front, and that was super. That was my favorite part about it. I would just hit that thing all day long, <laughs> just bing, bing, bing. Um, what else? Oh, and then it had a little spinny wheel, you know, like those things that you spin, and there's little rattles inside, yeah. and the picture changes as it spins. It had that, and then to top it all off, uh, the chimney. Uh, it, it taught you that as a child, if you climb down the chimney, uh, you just go whee and slide and come outside like what would look like a doghouse in the side of your house. Mm-hmm. That's what it taught me. Um, oh, yes. It's even, wow, it's even labeled in the bottom. It's uh, number 136, Discovery Cottage 136. <laughs> 1984 Fisher Price Toys, Division of the Quaker Oats Company, patent pending. <laughs> huh. That's right. I forgot. Yes, Fisher Price was. Owned by the Quaker Oats Company for a while. What a uh, world we live in. But yeah, and this was the Jumbos. And it was all owned um, by uh, Laramie Tobacco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and it came with a big... Du- like These were bigger. Like You had the very small... Um, uh, uh, like They call them the pinhead. Uh, they are like look like little pawn-style uh, little people that so easily go down your throat. And people complain. It's like... I don't get why they change it. Look at these things. They're meant to go down children's throats. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that's they made them bigger and poofier and more detailed and stuff like that. And yeah, I, I remember it came with a dog with a collar and uh, a little bald kid with a curly oh, Charlie cube. Brown, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I this I, I couldn't tell you how long I played with this. Probably a good 10, 12 years after Did yours I have got the it. silver bell or the blue bell? Ooh, that is a good question. Or the blue roof or the yellow roof? I'm seeing different versions here. Uh, I'm gonna go yellow roof. Okay. Blue then, roof. then it was blue blue bell. Looks like. Um. Yeah, blue bell. Because I remember the, the red button was puffy. Uh, the, I remember the red. It wasn't uh, a yellow button because that was on the other one. 
That was from the seventies, the Discovery Cottage with the silver bell and the blue roof. Ah. Oh, there was an older one. I did not know that. Huh. But yes, the Yeah, mine. Now you're questioning my childhood. I always question your childhood. No, I yeah, I had I had the uh Oh, this hurts me. And the butterfly in the this, back was yeller. This is the one I played with. What are you, yeller? Oh, I'm having a crisis. Ooh, no, 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 no. This is uh, the blue one marked in the bottom, 1984. Ah, so they released two versions? I guess. I don't know. Because hmm. the, the yellow one is definitely hmm, interesting. Oh, you know what? I let me go to. Hang on. Okay, here we go. Discovery Cottage, one to three years old. Uh, eight nineteen eighty four to eighty eight. The FPT fourteen four seventy seven. Small white house, green area with a yellow roof. Uh, let's see, eighty nine. I'm looking for blue roof. Blue roof. Small white house. Blue roof. Was FPT fourteen four eighty two? That was released in eighty nine. What I'm seeing, but because they only changed, maybe they kept the nineteen eighty four stamp on it because the base was still the same, and it's the same product. This is a lot of technical technical information on here, and I'm gonna go with. The the one with the blue roof was re-released in '89. Show a second floor with a mirror flap. Jimmy aside, house has a yellow push-button doorbell and a red door on front. Makes a ratchet sound that opens. Hinge and carry yellow tricycle. Yellow collar. Okay. This is good radio. Let's um, yeah, the, me, let's come me back to ram- this. No, oh, we will definitely come back to this. Oh, my goodness. Wait until 1989. Okay. <laughs> let's move on to... Yes, I had the FPT 14477, I believe. The, the, I mean, yeah. Yeah, uh, that, that's the, the original release of it. Because I do not believe I had a round blue seat on my... Uh, on my tricycle. That would be the FPT 14478. Bingo. Yeah. All right. Here is my final pick. Hmm. I'm not talking the Nintendo game. Well, I'm talking the Nintendo. I'm not talking the, the, it's not called the Nintendo. It's called the Nintendo entertainment system. Don't call uh, it Nintendo, but yes. this is the game from Nintendo <laughs> released in 1984 for arcades called Punch Out. That uh, the Mike Tyson's famous Punch Out was built on. So, 84 boxing game and global commercial success, top performing arcade game of 1984 in the United States. There was an arcade sequel known as the Super Punch Out, but there's also Super Punch Out for. Um, SNES 
obviously. Uh, there was a spinoffs. Arm wrestling was one. There was the NES, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, and, of course, Super Punch-Out for SNES. The arcade game introduced the recurring characters of Glass Joe, Piston Hurricane, uh, or Piston Honda, Bald Bull, and Mr. Sandman, who would take over Mike Tyson's place after he, uh, you know, got arrested and kicked off the series. It was the debut project for Nintendo composer Koji Kondo, uh, who would be known for Super Mario and the Legend of Zelda series. Um, there's no real little Mac from the NES version. You're just a, uh, a, a green-haired, unnamed boxer who's, like, wire-framed in this one. Do you ever play the arcade? I don't know if I have. No. It's two-screen, like, any Nintendo DS on the top screen. It has, like, your score and who you're fighting, and then the bottom score is the action. Oh, no, I definitely haven't played it then. Yeah, I played it, like, once or twice when I was a kid, and I saw it, and I realized it wasn't Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, and I died right away. But I played it at a <laughs> barcade a few times uh, in my older ages. Um, but uh, it was developed in 1983, released February 1984. Genyo Takato from uh, the Integrated Research and Development Division was lead developer. Developer was world-famous... Shigeru Miyamoto designed the characters. Um, and they, they used two monitors because they, they had an excessive number of video monitors at the successive Donkey Kong series, basing the purchases on estimate for demand for arcade games. Um, and when they were offered a proposition to make an arcade game that used two monitors, they chose to make, uh, they, they made it because they had to get rid of all their monitors. <laughs> yeah. So did it really add to the game? That is cool looking. It is, yeah. Yeah, it definitely is pretty sweet. So it was that other monitor. What's it doing? Oh, it's just it's like keeping it keeps you time. Got the round information stuff on it. Yep. Okay. So Um, basically to eat through their monitor supply. Gotcha. Like, you could easily just had, like, what we'd call a bug there with the time. Yeah, like in Punch-Out for fucking like Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you don't have... Not everyone has two TVs, uh, laying around that you could... Yeah, great game. I can fucking listen to that music. I love Punch-Out. I love the NES version. I haven't really played a whole lot of the arcade, but without the arcade, we would have never got Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. So, 1984. I'm here for it. I'm living for it. And uh, we're on to your last pick. Here it is. Oh, wow. There's a make-believe place you pretend to visit when you play the wonderful game Candyland. You try to reach King Candy's castle. Cards with colors and pictures show you how to move but you don't have to read or count. Along the path, you'll meet Lord Licorice and Grandma Nut and Queen Frostine. You might get lost in Peppermint Forest or stuck in Molasses Swamp. But the first one to reach the castle wins. Candyland, a grown-up kind of game for people four to eight. From Milton Bradley. Ah, Candyland. Uh, this came as a surprise to me when I was looking for like a board game of some kind in 1984, and this kept popping up. I'm like, nah, it doesn't make sense. Candyland can't. It's got to be older than that. It's so, so basic. No, no way. Someone only figured it out in uh, 
1984. And it wasn't because Canadian's been around in some form or another since uh, like the f- late 40s, like 1950s. Um, yeah, I said the same just, thing to you on my Candyland. That's only 1984. Yeah. And uh, just like everything from like back then, it was uh, kind of lame uh, over time. So uh, I have a, a board game. I'm looking at one from 1978. And this is like part of like the original design. And it's just got these two little kids like, oh, like, and they're like, you know, that uh, what's the, the, the American painting guy kind of looking. Norman thing, Rockwell. You know, yeah. Norman Rockwell ish kind of, but like cleaner. They almost look like screen grabs out of like the Brady Bunch. I mean, um, it looks kind of the same. Kind of. But there's just it's it doesn't have all the, the flavor. It doesn't have the, the color. Uh of it. it is it's a like, bit muted. It's like it's it, very seventies. It looks very uh H and R puff and stuff. Yeah. And I see it one just got yeah. yeah, peppermint stick forest and you know the, the, the gumdrop mountains. Uh there's the gingerbread plum tree, of course, lollipop woods. Um this one has ice cream floats. It's got like a little lake up there. That that one is that changed and the molasses swamp and so the one the we know of yeah, it was 1984. Peanut brittle one. Yeah, so in 84, um, what happened was um, Hasbro purchased Milton Bradley, and then um, they immediately went on and took the game and re- they say like rebranded it. All they really did was just update the artwork, um, which for a game like this is all you really need to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was a time coming. Um, and this is where um, you get the, the two cute little, um, two little blonde kids walking into... Uh, yeah, the Hitler Youth. Of, yeah. Uh, walking into uh, an acid fantasy with a bunch of little strangers that are going to offer them candy. And it's where we get... And then each land now isn't just... Uh, uh, the peppermint forest, but it's the peppermint forest with Mr. Mint, and it's a gentleman that's pink and red and made up with a candy cane. Right, those uh, characters became legs. kind of iconic, though. Yeah, and, and especially Mr. Uh, Mint. Uh, yeah, Mr. Mint, and I, I, I kind of always was attracted to uh, Plumpy. Just felt more, more at home with him. If you grew green um, fur all under your body, you'd kind of look I, like him. I did, and I picked plums out of my gingerbread tree. Um, I like gloppy. Added... <laughs> That's the kind of. <laughs> yeah, I, I like gloppy. He always reminded me. Uh... Reminds me of what happens when you drink too many beers after uh, eating fast food in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you leave a but... gloppy behind in your toilet. <laughs> I leave a gloppy. Oh, I left out a gloppy. Uh, but he always reminded me of. I, he always made me want to get a, a fudgical from the Schwan man at my grandparents' house. Hmm. Lord Liquor. Lord Licorice, definitely, you should avoid. Do not go into his yes, castle. do not go to That dude castle. is going to molest you. Yeah, there's something off about, like, as a, I swear they put him in there as, like, just a, just stay away, kids. I love Jolly. Grimace's out-of-the-closet cousin. <laughs> Jolly. Oh, that's perfect. He nailed it. Uh, like, what if Grimace was a fucking gay millennial? <laughs> Uh, he's got the Elton John glasses and everything. 
Yeah, whenever Grimace is at a party and everyone's like, oh, I ran into your cousin Jolly the other day. He's like, ugh. Uh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. And Jolly looks like he has fun at like a party, but you know, you know there's going to be dramatic text the next morning with Jolly. Oh, no, he's probably going to cause a scene there to get attention. Oh, because clearly he's dressed like someone who is starving for attention. It definitely looking for attention. And it, all it does is just piss off Princess Lolly. Yeah. Because, you know, she's going she's, there all dolled up to the nine. She's lifting her skirt up for you. Yeah, yeah. She's doing that. And then she's fucking jolly at the, the candy rave. And she goes home. Jolly and, spiked like, everyone's drinks again. Yeah. <laughs> and he and let everyone King, know. Yeah, King Candy's sitting there on the couch and his fat ass just eating all his cookies. Yeah. You know? And Queen Frostine, who is a piece, by the way, is pissed at him. And then Princess Lolly comes in late, just, you know, tripping balls, you know. No, I don't. Yeah. It took such a sweet... Meanwhile, uh, Grandma Nuts just, you know, clearly... Uh, that old know, bitch is just looking for murdering some Murdering children in that, in that cottage. That's what right, when, that's when, what happens when, when you go into the candy forest. Yeah, Some old lady's yeah. gonna murder you in a cottage. Yeah. When Lord Licorice has his way, uh, Grandma Nut is there to cover up his antics because oh, that Lord Licorice, you know, he's just you know, boys will be boys. Come in here, children, and look in my oven. Um, <laughs> Gloppy looks like what spills out in Lord Licorice's face after uh, having a little oh. fun time with Jolly. Oh God. <laughs> oh. Why do we have to go here? That, I, this is not my intention. Charlie had Arby's last night and didn't tell Lord Licorice <laughs> when he came over looking for some fun. <laughs> Turned out he left the gloppy all over his couch. <laughs> Got kind of pissed that Lord Licorice freaked out too. He's like, come on, man. Gloppy's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Fluffy, Plumpy's recording it in the Plum- corner, giving a thumbs up. Good footage. Good footage. Yeah, that's, it's that same look. Yeah, oh, good footage. He, he leaning in the door like that, holding his yeah, breath so he doesn't smell gloppy. <laughs> just, just that's what he looks like there. Just... Yeah, Plum- Plumpy's the boom operator. Yeah, right. Oh, this is a great scene, Derek. Uh, I really think that was hot. That was a real hot scene. Oh, you, you think so? Oh, yeah. How oh, cool. Do you, should, is there anything I should do different? No, no, no. It's, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, man. I could go again. <laughs> Dirk Diggler. And... <laughs> uh, I feel so bad now that we did this. This was not my intention. Well, what, no. I, what I wanted to say was how much I love... Love this game and the changes that they made. Uh, that it wouldn't have been the same if I would have grown up on the old version. That this truly made me the person that I am today, and uh, maybe it did. That's what happens when you you bring. You're supposed to be the sick one, not me. <laughs> I I I. I I thought Mr. Mr. Mint's the one. I'm like, oh, he's iconic. And then I shit on everybody else. He's got yeah, Mr. Mint's just creepy rosy out. cheeks. He's, like, you know yeah. he's bending over, waiting for Lord Licorice to give him a turn. Oh, gee. 
But licorice is up on his fucking toes. I am super. Oh, God. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is your sister asked a question. We gave her the answer. How are you not canceled? <laughs> yep, here we are. This... I mean, what are you going to cancel a free podcast? <laughs> uh, I, I do love the 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 imagery of the two little Aryan children walking in the woods. And the birds are trying to stop them. Don't, they know don't. What's gonna no, don't go in there. Um, you don't know what Plumpy's holding behind his back. <laughs> that is very true. But uh, never, never trust a small, green, furry person with a mustache that has his hand behind his back, holding his breath and giving you a thumbs up. Giving you a thumbs up. Holding, yep, yep, it's gonna be. Fu- that is the. Uh, it's gonna be all right. Come on in. It's right. fine. I here. definitely don't have a rag with chloroform on it. Yep. Oh yeah, and then Mister Mint's like, "Hey, come on in." Yeah, it's no. Yeah, and then there's there's no coming back. You could if you hit the rainbow trail, you're you're good. You if you if you you know pull an orange, you might make it. Yeah. No, that's if your you best bet. Yeah. If you don't. If you don't, you got to call the fucking Grimace and the McDonald gang and come in like the Jets and the Sharks. <laughs> Ronald pulls a star that Grimace gave him out of the air. She goes, I'm going to shove this right up Lord Licorice's ass. <laughs> and Grimace is like, be careful, Ronald. He might like it. Freddy's like, I don't want to hear this. <laughs> and goes like, rabble, rabble. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. That's a show. I think we should stop there. We are done with 1984. And never to come back. Never to return. Yeah, never. Ever. There's... Oh, God. My childhood is ruined. Yeah, next week. I don't, we're not doing the grab bag. I don't know what no, we're going to do. Because we already, we just did the grab bag over three weeks. Yes. So we're out of 1984 next week. We're going into something else. Did we just, what animal did we, I'm going to have to listen to last week's show because I think we decided what we were going to do, but. Uh, platypus? No. No, nah, it was something else. Was it an animal? I know we we're talking about It was wheels. a animal. Like, oh, what was the other? Oh, menus. Oh, menus. Yes, yes. Yeah, no, well, we're still hot let's, on that. Let's see if we can't find enough retro menus, though, to go over it. Oh, I'm sure we'll be fine. All right. Well, that's I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to find a, an old school, uh, a fancy pants old uh, menu that I'm going to make you read to piss you off even more. <laughs> what are your fucking savor grill? Yeah, it's delicious. We gently simmered octop- octopus testicles in a <laughs> braise of... Lamb come to make yeah, this yeah. wonderful dish. You got to make it a roux. With Swiss chard. Uh, that's it for the Rad Years podcast. I like how my voice came back just in time to get. Just in, just me, in got time us canceled. to smirch our childhood. <laughs> we'll be back next week talking about something. <laughs> Maybe menus. We don't know. But that's what's fun about this show. Yeah. Bye, everybody. <laughs>